Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Cool. We're recording. Recording. <laughs> Hi guys. We're back again. Hey everybody. Welcome to two black girls, one white girl we love, and one rose. For two black ass girls and one white girl we truly appreciate. Invade the <laughs> whitest show on earth. The, the Bachelor. Bachelor. I'm Natasha. I'm Justine. And I'm Ashley Spivey. <laughs> Yes, we are here with our homegirl, Ashley Spivey. She is back on the podcast. How you been, Ashley? What's new? Uh, I've been good. I feel like this season has been quite a wild ride. <laughs> That's, to say the least. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so many feelings, very conflicting thoughts. Mm-hmm. As we said yesterday, lots of records broken. Mm-hmm. For, not for the right reasons, nope. though. Four nope. girls going home. That's definitely a record. <laughs> all right, Colton. Um, so before we jump into the recap on Woman Tell All, which was also a doozy in itself, we just wanted to hear your thoughts on the season um, so far. Um, one thing that Justine and I have been talking about, I mean, pretty much throughout our entire season of recapping mm-hmm. this uh, season is... Just being annoyed by how young the contestants are. And it just feels different. Like, we, you know, Becca M really started the trend of like young 22 year olds going on the show. But mm-hmm. Becca M, she's, you know, wise beyond her year. She's mature. She's like literally married with a baby right now. <laughs> and then this season, we have like the Heather, the Cassies, the Hannah B and G, all these very young feeling 23 year olds who, to me, feel like they're playing house. Like, I can't take it seriously when they're saying they're looking for a husband. What's been your opinion on, like, the age of the contestants this season? Well, you know, it's so funny because I really did defend Becca M a lot because on my season, we had someone who was very young but who didn't seem that young, and that was Emily Maynard. Mm. Oh, wow. Oh, shit. How old was she when she was filming? Yeah, I want to say she was 23 when we were filming, and she turned 24 while the show was airing. So I think they didn't show her age Mm. until she actually turned 24, Mm. which I always thought was really interesting. So, but when you measure up Emily or even Becca M against these girls, it doesn't even seem like they're the same age at all. At Mm -hmm. all. Yeah. And 
I really feel like there must have been very obvious front runners from the very beginning. And I think that's why so many girls aren't necessarily focusing on Colton. And instead, they're really, like, going after each other. Mm, because you don't see yeah. this much discord between the girls ever. No. Yeah. And yeah. It's, it's usually because, like, people figure out that they don't really like The Bachelor, and then they just focus on <laughs> making friends with other girls in the house. Right, mm-hmm. right. But I think in this instance, for some reason, they all really just kind of, like, rallied against each other. And so it's disappointing. I feel like... One thing I always really love on the seasons is seeing the friendships between the girls. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yep. I feel like that hasn't been as big of a focus this season. Yeah, that's a really good point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think, I mean, they did mention um, how Cassie was someone that he always kind of, like, had eyes for mm-hmm. and, like, all the girls kind of noticed it. So I think it's a good point that you said maybe they noticed that there were some clear front runners, and so that's when the cattiness, yeah. like, really came out. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah, we didn't see any, like, sweet little friendships this no, season at all. especially because the, the young girls had such a young mentality. Mm. And the girls who were even three years older than them, like, gave up their whole life to be there and are with these girls who feel like they're in a sorority house. Right. So, like, they're wasting their time. Yeah. Yeah. There's no budding friendship between Elise and, like, Heather. <laughs> I mean, oh, my God, Heather. Oh, my God. No. Oh, God. So we talked about this in detail in yesterday's episode, um, the fence jumping episode, infamous fence jump. Um, but do you think Colton should have been the bachelor? And like, was he ready to actually be the bachelor? I think that he probably went into it just thinking, why not? You know, like, Mm. I don't think he's 100% ready to get married, Mm -mm. but I think that he is searching for someone to reciprocate his love or love him like how he loves someone else. Mm -hmm. And I think that was kind of evident by him shaking whenever he was kind of going through that with Cassie. Like, that was so heartbreaking to me because, like, I've definitely been there before. (laughs) Um, Mm -hmm. And I always hate when that happens because then someone else knows that they're like really affecting you and you want to stop it Mm -hmm. you can't you can't control it (laughs) no right so like even if you aren't crying you're like giving yourself away by shaking like that Mm -hmm. um but i feel like with him trying to comfort her by being like listen we don't have to get engaged we can just continue to date i almost feel like He's totally fine with that, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Definitely. We've said a couple of times on the show that Colton has wanted to eliminate himself <laughs> a few times. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what it looks like. Like, when you're watching him on the show, do you feel that as well? Yeah, for sure. And even in talking to, like, I'm friends with some people who have been The Bachelorette or The Bachelor. I don't think people realize how emotionally draining it is to be the lead on the show mm-hmm. like half the time you don't feel like going on the dates you're tired yeah you're not getting to eat like the food you want to eat you're not getting to exercise yeah. mm-hmm. like and then you also have to act like you like people that you don't like yeah that's exhausting <laughs> that is exactly. exhausting and you have to be on like turned on mm-hmm. all the time even when you're having a bad day you can't go on the date 
being shitty. Like, right. you have to be no, exactly. on. And that within itself is just exhausting. Mm-hmm. And there's cameras on you, and there's producers tugging at you. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I feel, I feel for them. Yeah. Right. And you can't be a difficult lead because then you'll end up getting, like, Juan Pablo's Evans. Oh, mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, oh, my Lord. <laughs> so true. Um, so you talked a little bit uh, about the forced engagement at the end of the show, and we had an epiphany yesterday that the forced engagement does create a lot of drama. Um, it forced Ari into proposing to the wrong person, it um, is terrifying Colton and terrifying Cassie right now. Um, and as viewers, we definitely find it to be unnecessary, but it is necessary to create some of this drama. So do you think there's something that they could replace that engagement with and still get the ratings that they do now? Unless they just did a complete revamp of the show, mm-hmm. I don't see how the show can still exist if they don't get rid of it or if they do get rid of it just because I feel like that's what everyone is tuning in for even though it seems like so unrealistic mm-hmm. people still want that fairy tale engagement at the end Jesus right and it's so funny too because like the odds are against them like yeah most people don't end up together but no. for some reason like People continuously suspend their disbelief watching this show year after year and season after season. Mm-hmm. It's so strange. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Like, we're just locked into the fairy tale. We know this is bullshit. Like, <laughs> we don't know this makes sense, but yeah, exactly. we expect it. You know what's even crazy, too, is I want to say in the first, like, six seasons of The Bachelor, mm-hmm. six seasons, maybe five or six seasons, a lot of them did not propose. I feel like that that's true. Really? In the beginning, it was kind of like, we'll commit to each other and, like, go our separate, like, go off like, together. Yeah. But it wasn't as, yeah. f- I feel like the forced proposal came in somewhere halfway through the franchise. Oh. Yeah, that's a good point. But it's interesting to me, too, because there are two Bachelor producers who made the show Dating Around on Netflix, which I don't know if y'all watched that oh, yet. Oh, no. I watched one episode. Yeah, it was interesting. That idea. I think that would help. Yeah, and we're, no one wants to watch a group date. No, like, no they the girl suck. they suck. <laughs> the girls don't like going on them. As viewers, we're just waiting for the one on ones. So <laughs> yeah, I think that's a really good idea. Chop it in half, and let's get more like one on ones, or even two on ones, mm-hmm. or like more intimate dates. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, I'm even fine if they up the two on ones. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, that would be great television. Mm-hmm. Do a couple right. two on one. We didn't even get a two on one this no, season. No, we just got a four on one. Lord. Yeah. Um, So another thing that this season has definitely illuminated is how the integrity of the show is just slowly eroding. (laughs) We had Cassie and Kaylin, like both of their characters have come into question. 
Um, Tasia, some mess came out about her dating somebody up until the show. Sydney, Demi, and Katie all gave Colton like these ominous warnings and people not being ready. It just it really makes taking the show, which is already hard to take seriously, it makes it that much harder to take seriously when half the girls in the house their quest their their intentions yeah. have been questioned. Mm-hmm. What do you th- what do you make of all of this and where does the show go from here? I do think that now with social media the way that it is, mm-hmm. it's hard to go on the show and not think about the other opportunities that the show is going to create for you. Mm-hmm. Whether it be, you know, increasing your Instagram followers and getting sponsored posts mm-hmm. or whether it's becoming Bachelorette or if it's going on Bachelor in Paradise or even, I mean, now you can go on like X on the beach <laughs> for MTV, you know, like yeah. the possibilities are endless. It just seems like, mm-hmm. so now I feel like people are no longer going on with the intentions of necessarily being in a relationship. If it happens, it happens. If it doesn't, there's other things that they can do. Right. So yeah. I feel like no one's there for the right reasons anymore, <laughs> but I think it's, it's also been like this for a while. Mm. Yeah, we said, like, it's kind of stupid to go on without some type of ulterior Honestly. motive because the chances of you sure. winning at the end are so slim, so mm. you have to have something. But... I don't know what they can do either through casting or if they can like feed into the Instagram social media influencer thing on the show. It's like, it's almost as if they're trying to pretend like this doesn't happen. Like all the girls (laughs) are here for the right reasons. Right. When it's not, I mean, we just saw two front runners, Cassie and Caitlin, both of them (laughs) were the scandal (laughs) of being talked about, talking about the bachelor on the show. So it's like, how do they get ahead of that stuff? I don't. I don't because it's inevitable. Yeah. Everyone knows that these girls go on for other things. Yeah, I feel like they have to change the narrative of the right reasons. You're going to get rid of that. There's so many, as Ashley said, there's so many more opportunities now mm-hmm. to find work <laughs> from the show. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I think going on the show with ulterior motives, aside from marrying who you just met, <laughs> is not wrong. I don't find anything wrong with it, but I think there are some people who, I don't know, are fans of the show, I don't know, who (laughs) find that to be uh, something wrong. I don't think they should, I think they should shift the narrative of that. Yeah. Yeah. Not make it so I also think, Mm -hmm. like, you can't really get mad at the contestants for wanting to get all the followers on Instagram and then do sponsored posts because... You don't get paid anything on the right, show. Right. Yeah. Yep. Trying to get and some back pay. <laughs> you probably left a great job to go on the show. Uh-huh. I'm just like, mm. that's kind of ABC letting you get paid. Mm-hmm. But then also, another thing I want to bring up about um, just like social media on the show is that I find them now picking more and more influencers, people who are already yeah. influencers, yeah. to go on the show. Mm-hmm. And the reason why they do that, or I think I. I mean, why I think they're doing that is because these people, if they're using their social media for business purposes, aren't going to have anything bad in their social media. Mm, oh, true. That's a good point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's, that's just another thing for people to think about before they go on. Yeah. Is if you want to be picked, you really have to clean up your social media. That's a good point. Mm-hmm. Like they, because this season we had. I mean, Hannah G came in with like hundreds of thousands, yeah, tons of yeah. followers already. Kaylin and Hannah B are both 
public yeah. figures, quote unquote. Mm-hmm. Um, Cassie already had a lot. Cassie had a lot yeah. already. Yeah, that's true. This was a different kind of. Yeah, girls came in already yeah. with like foundational. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's also phenomenal free promo for, for the oh, Bachelor. For sure. Oh, of course. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, interesting. Um, so now, Ashley, your homeboy, Reality Steve, <laughs> announced uh, that Hannah B is allegedly the Bachelorette. <sighs> I'm still calling this a rumor because I cannot just even no. believe this. Mm-mm. But what are your thoughts? What can you say? What do you know? Please. Don't. I want to say that ABC or like the show's Instagram tonight actually included her, like a picture of her toasting, mm-hmm. and it said second time's a charm. Mm-hmm. Oh, like, God. Like with a winky face. That. They yeah. did? Yeah. So, yeah. So they, so they didn't say Hannah be Bachelorette, but they kind of confirmed it in some little way. They hinted it, yeah. Kind of. Oh, God. I can't. And I mean, there's always a chance that. They could take it away from her. Like, they shot Kayla's intro mm-hmm. to be the Bachelorette mm-hmm. and then took it away from her to have. Was that, who was it that went on there? Was that, that JoJo? I can't even remember. Was that JoJo? Maybe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But also, the thing that worries me about Hannah B mm-hmm. is that I really feel like a lot of people, even from the beginning of this season, before it was released, who was going to be, like, the winner. Mm -hmm. Um, I feel like people thought that Kaylin, Cassie, or Hannah G were going to be Bachelorette. Mm -hmm. And that's who the guys have thought is going to be Bachelorette. Mm -hmm. And I feel like they're setting her up for kind of the same season that Ashley Rosenbaum got, where everyone thought it was going to be Emily Maynard, but it was Ashley. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And they played on her insecurity the whole season. (gasps) Oh my God! What? <laughs> Jesus, Ashley, she's the one who chose JP, and then yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. They they kind of did her dirty because they casted a guy who did not give a two shits about her <laughs> and was talking shit about her in the confessional all the time, what? and then he sent yes. himself home. Oh my God! Yeah, the nerve! It was wild. Yeah. What? Definitely the most fucked up season of The Bachelorette ever. Yeah, they made wow. her look real dumb. <laughs> Damn, yeah, they're, if they if it's Hannah B, they're going to clown the shit out of it. <laughs> yeah, She's already not the brightest star in the galaxy, yeah. and they're just going to run yeah. with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah, I wrote down That's some That's just the vibe I'm getting, but I, hopefully I'm wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm praying to the Lord's above that mm. she is not the Bachelorette because yeah. we already said we are not recapping that season. No. Mm. I refuse. I refuse. I refuse There's to watch no that. way to even do it. Who would be invited to any cookouts? Who would be, like, we can't. Nah, we can't do it. it. So, I'm waiting for the official announcement, but until then, it's not looking good. <laughs> Who do y'all want to be Bachelorette? So... I personally don't think anybody from this season yeah. should be the Bachelorette. I mean, maybe Elise. Yeah, definitely Elise. But I don't think she yeah. has the... Um, we still know enough about her. I don't know if she yeah. can carry a full season. She also seems completely done with everybody. So. She does. Yeah, she doesn't have like the clout. Yeah, but somebody that we discussed on last night's episode, who I think would be great, mm-hmm. if they wanted to dig up somebody from the past, Annalise. What do you think? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think she would give a good, some she good television. Great, yep, great TV. <laughs> I mean, they would clown the shit out of her, but yeah, but it'd be good. good <laughs> it would be so good. And she has the backstory. Yeah, 
backstory for it. Mm-hmm. Yep. She has the backstory. She was hurt on Paradise. She mm-hmm. had her whole moment on stage with yes, that with dude. The, uh, Kaleem. No, Kareem. not even. Something. <laughs> Who tried to play her out and she got her redeeming moment. Like, yep. she has a bit of a story. I don't know why she's not in the mix. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I saw some people were saying her or Christina or Daniel mm-hmm. M. Yeah. Had I feel like Christ- all that stuff happened. Christina and Daniel M, their names have always kind of like floated around. But. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Justine's like, I don't even know who, that, who those people are. <laughs> Christina was, oh no, you didn't watch Bachelor in Paradise with Dean. Dean was in the love oh, triangle. Oh, shit, yeah. Okay. She was the, like, the yeah. main one that everybody loved, and then he played yes. her out. Yes, he did. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, yeah, we'll, we'll wait and see mm-hmm. when it's official. Oh, my God. Lord have mercy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> all right, should we... Let's dive into this recap of Woman Tell All. Are you ready, Ashley? Oh, I'm ready. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so, Chris Harrison, he opens up, he introduces all the ladies, and... Literally everyone was allowed to come this year. Yeah, everybody. Yeah, usually they just have, like, the main girls, but they had girls who went home on night one mm-hmm. were sitting up there. There was one girl named Jane. She had a lot to say, and I literally have never seen that girl in my life. We literally looked at each other. We were like, who is Jane? <laughs> That's always my favorite person. Yes. <laughs> the random from night one who just has so much tea to spill suddenly. Yeah. It's like, you weren't here for nothing. <laughs> like, exactly. I can't. Um, but you said you noticed somebody who wasn't there. Yeah, so someone who wasn't there was Elise. So supposedly she had a wedding uh, that she had to go to, and that's why she missed it. Okay. Had a wedding? Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Watch me skip a wedding to be on TV. What? <laughs> Get my bachelorette bid. Right. Serious? I think maybe it was a good move to miss this one, though, honestly. Yeah, yeah this one was pretty... It was focusing on the the, uh, the youthful... Ch- the children. Kicking <laughs> and screaming. Yeah. Exactly. Um, so Chris Harrison jumps into... A whole, oh, they show a whole recap of the like a history of terrible breakups. So we saw Molly and Jason Mesnick... Ali Fedakowski, I think is her name, and mm-hmm. um, I totally forgot on that season there was a guy, same thing, who was like a front runner who, like, towards the end revealed he was still in love with his, like, ex oh and left gosh. the show. So. Frank. Frank, yes. Frank. So this is not the first time. We also watched Desiree and Brooks. That was an infamous moment. Ooh. Everyone loved Brooks. Desiree Fine was literally Brooks. in love with Brooks, and then he went home on, like, the 11th hour. Um, Jake in Vienna, Jake was a sociopath, and (laughs) (laughs) one of the weirdest guys ever. Oh my god. He ended up going on like seven other bachelor, uh, seven other reality shows after The Bachelor. Oh my god. He was a weirdo. Yeah. Yeah. He sucked. He really sucked. Yeah. Um, Chris Souls and Ashley I, her tearful, tearful breakup. Um, and then they just had a whole montage of just... It was literally a montage of women having panic attacks. Mm-hmm. It was very disturbing. Yeah. <laughs> very. Yeah, it was too much. It was too much. They, like, tried to sprinkle in some guys from, like, Bachelorette mm-hmm. having, like, um, moments. But, yeah, I don't know. It was, it was just a lot of women crying and, like, hyperventilating. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why this was necessary. I don't know either. Um, Ashley, on your season, um, was there any tough breakups or women who sent themselves home or anything like that? There was one girl who sent herself home, okay. and her name was Madison, and she was the girl who <laughs> wore the vampire teeth. <laughs> oh, God. I don't remember that. The vampire teeth. <laughs> She's actually a super lovely person, okay. and 
she was in like the wolf of wall street and oh. um, god that other movie that was with jessica chastain where she was like a poker player or had all those poker parties i don't know if y'all ever seen it um, <laughs> but hers wasn't like cheerful at all like i think okay. she just wanted to go on just for like something fun to do okay, okay. um wow. i had like a very cheerful elimination mm-hmm. they showed me crying for like 20 minutes. Oh, shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but you um, you went home on the standard, like, rose ceremony? I went home on a two-on-one. Oh, shit. Mm. Yes. Right. And it was with my best friend in the house, Ashley. Mm. Oh, oh, no. Oh, and you're both named Ashley? Damn. Yes. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, oh, man. Were you referred to as Ashley S? Yes. Okay. 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 So. Right. Which, there's another Ashley S, the... Um, Onion Ashley S. Onion? (laughs) What in the world? (laughs) (laughs) She she was on Crystal season, and she was the one who was, like, picking onions off a tree or something. Maybe it was, like, pomegranates, but she thought it was onion. It was, like, really weird. She was one of the, like, weirdest contestants ever. So, like, people confuse us all the time. I'm like, no, I'm the crying Ashley. I'm like, Onion Ashley. (laughs) Oh my god, that's rough. Damn, two on one, that's rough. Yeah, that's really rough. Yeah. Um, um, but they showed the other girl, actually, mm-hmm. who was um, Brad's runner up crying in the car tonight. Her name was Chantel. Okay, oh yes, I remember her. I remember her. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's rough out here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so when they return from the commercial break, we get a. Full recap of all the drama on Colton season, so it was kind of like going down memory lane. Mm-hmm. We had Bend and Snap. What's her name? <laughs> uh, Kate, Catherine. Catherine, um, <laughs> who was stealing, <laughs> stealing time. She stole time four different. Stole time four different times on, on one night. Night one. night one. That was amazing. Um, <laughs> we had Onyeka just being nuts, being a mess. Being a mess. <laughs> Um, the whole Ashley B. Kaylin pageant girl drama, um, which was fun to watch because they were seated like next to each other on the stage, mm-hmm. so that was <laughs> awkward. Um, we had Katie's warning to Colton before she left, and then Kirpa and Tasia subsequently spilling all the tea on Asia, not Asia, Asia, oof, on Cassie. <laughs> oh, I was like, who are you talking about? Who Asia? I wish there, I wish there was Asia. <laughs> Spilling the tea on Cassie and Kaylin. Um, we saw the Nicole on Yeka drama. We saw all of Demi's shenanigans, <laughs> including her drama with Tracy, who she said needs to go to a senior citizen home. <laughs> I missed that one. And then her drama um, with uh, Courtney. Courtney, yeah. Um, so when they get back to the stage, Bend and Snap, Catherine. Um, you know, she had to address her interruptions and she said, you know, I came, I stopped my life to come on the show and so I wanted to do what I had to do and the girls did not like that. Mm-mm. Everybody gave up stuff in their life. You always Right, <laughs> yeah. And she's a 26 year old DJ. I also thought that yeah. she had not ever seen the show before. So oh. she didn't know that was a, that was a bad thing to do. Oh wow! Oh okay. Who okay. are these people who go on the show and do not watch and don't watch? I it. do not understand that. I don't get it. You were going on a national television show, a show that has been around for twenty odd years. <laughs> there are multiple seasons that you can go online and yeah. stream, and you yeah. didn't watch none of it. 
That is wild. You have to do your homework before you go on a reality show. Any reality show. Any reality show. You have to see how the hell they're going to edit your life and shit. Yeah. Because you need strategic planning. Yeah, of course. It's a competition show. Right. Jeez, that's wild. (laughs) Um, So the first drama that they dig into is Onyeka and Nicole. So Nicole, she's been clowned all season for being super emotional. She's, you know, she can cry at the drop of a dime. And she is literally already emotional on stage as she <laughs> recaps her drama with Anyeka. She says that she was bullied and Anyeka made her feel belittled and ostracized. But what was surprising was a bunch of girls rushed to Anyeka's defense mm-hmm. and then started accusing Nicole of being the one to be to be the one who was saying like mean things about girls around the house and they were mentioning stuff that we didn't see on camera, really, because they yeah. really edited Nicole to be, like, just, like, sweet and emotional. Yeah, it's like a, a dandelion. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then pretty much that whole segment, they were just going back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. And the whole stage was going back and forth. Yeah, you really couldn't hear anything. Nope. It was, it was like the season, just what we watch of girls just being catty, yep. all wrapped into this one little segment. Um, one thing I thought was interesting, so, like, the word bully and claiming to be bullied, I feel like has been, like, a buzzword for the last, like, five years or yep. so, um, and it's definitely not something you can use lightly. What do you guys think? Was Anyeka bullying Nicole? Um, it's a tough one. It is. Ashley, do you want to go? Uh, I mean, I feel like they have very different personalities. Mm-hmm. And I think that Nicole really took offense to her always talking over her and stuff like that. And Mm -hmm. maybe kind of always discounting her emotions. Mm -hmm. And so she really felt bullied, I guess, by those actions. Mm -hmm. But if we don't get to see, like, so much of what's going on in the house... Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't know. Just because you never know what the edit is like. And tonight, a lot of girls did say yeah. that Nicole was saying bad things about the other girls. Mm-hmm. But then I also feel like from tonight, I don't know who didn't say a bad word about other people in the house. <laughs> right. <laughs> Everyone's pointing fingers, mm-hmm. and y'all all are terrible. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. And then part of me is also like Nicole is another person who. Um, is pretty, like, political with her Twitter and uses oh. it for activism. So, like, oh. I almost am just, like, hesitant to, like, mm. feel badly about her just because, mm-hmm. like, we need more people like her. Okay. Right. Okay. okay. Yeah. True. I didn't even notice that. So, yeah, we're Nicole fans now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I... Like, no, I don't want to believe it. Yeah. 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 True. I think um, that... After seeing Nicole's reel when she was in the hot seat, I didn't know how often she was really crying. Yeah. Like, she was really crying all the time. Yeah. And that's when we saw why Onyeka came up with that theory of her being mentally unstable. Because <laughs> I was like, what? She, it seemed like she pulled it out of her ass. Like, it seemed like it was out of nowhere. Mm. Um, and Onyeka seems like that kind of, like, tell it how she sees it type of girl, mm-hmm. but not how it actually is. Mm. Um, and Nicole doesn't seem to have this sort of defense to go up over that. Um, Mm -hmm. but I don't think she was bullying her because I think that Nicole 
probably knows how emotional she is and how she can manipulate people by her, people feeling bad for her. Mm, her emotions. Which is fine. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, she's trying to turn negative into a positive. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's fine, but I don't think she was bullying her. I think right. that's a strong word. Yeah, I think Anyeka's loud, and she just talks yeah. over people. <laughs> I mean, I think it's as simple as that. Nicole's probably a little bit more soft-spoken. Mm-hmm. She's crying all the damn time. Mm-hmm. She's trying to get you know collect her thoughts and say what she wants to say. But Anyeka's mm-hmm. somebody who just comes with it quick mm-hmm. and says, has a lot to say and is loud. So yeah. she's just going to speak over you. Um, bullying, I don't. I mean, I don't know because we you don't know everything yeah, that's happening in the, house, in the house. But it was really interesting to see it, like mad people come to Anyeka's defense. Very, very so it does yeah. kind of make you side eye Nicole a little bit and kind of side eye her using this bully term. So I don't know. This is one thing they do before the women's hall or the men's hall too. Mm-hmm. Is that some people will be in a room by themselves. Mm-hmm. Some people will be in a room with, like, two to three people, Mm. and then some people will be with a large group of people, Mm. and they do that because they want a lot of people to kind of feel the same way about things, especially Mm. if there's going to be an argument. Right. Mm. Right. Okay. Huh, that's so I, interesting. I bet all those people were in the same room together. Yeah. Yep, same room with Anyeka, and they were recapping, like, I know they're going to talk about the drama with Nicole. What do y'all think? And they all just, like, <laughs> yeah. came up with a collective answer. Yo, that's wild. Damn. That's why we bring you on the podcast, actually. Yeah, all that behind the scenes. <laughs> <laughs> Makes sense. Makes a lot of sense now. Um, so the next uh, kind of segment they talked about was... You know, all these warnings that Colton was receiving from ladies as they went home, from Katie, from from Sydney, from Demi, about people in the house not being there for the right reasons. Um, and so they, you know, Chris Harrison asked Katie, like, what was up with, you know, your departure and what you said? And she said, there were things I heard and actions I saw that didn't seem to match up with what Colton wanted. Now, Kaylin's response to that was she was mad at Katie because Katie didn't name any names. She kept it very vague. And because she did that, it essentially made. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role like me. In a given month, over 70 percent of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Justine, there's something I got to get off my chest, girl. Tell me. I've been low-key struggling with my relationship with my phone and social Mm. media just the over accessibility these devices create, this addiction to Instagram, mm-hmm. the distraction from everyday life and the people closest to me, it's been really stressing me out. I'm not even going to lie. Mm. I mean, that makes sense. Content overload is very real and staring at everybody's highlight reels can be overwhelming mm. and can absolutely steal your joy and peace. Yeah. We carry around different stressors, big and small. When we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively Therapy 
is a safe space to get those things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. You all know we're huge advocates of therapy. We talk about it all the time on this podcast. It's been tremendously beneficial throughout different stages of my life and areas where I've needed help from eating disorders to new relationships to my ever-changing relationship with my family. Therapy has really helped me to set boundaries and prioritize my self-care. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash 2BG1R today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash 2BG1R. Colton questioned every relationship yeah, in everybody. Yeah. yeah, threatened everybody's relationship. Um, but Katie finally came clean and said the names that she was talking about, and she confirmed that she was indeed talking about Kaylin and Cassie. Um, and she confirmed that that conversation about being the bachelorette did happen on a bus from the airport in Singapore. Mm-hmm. Um, Kaylin now gave her version of events and said she claims um, that. So, this is what was funny because when Kaylin was on the show, she was denying up and down that the whole thing. She denied that none of this happened. Yeah. This came out of my mouth. This conversation never even happened. Then when she's on stage, she says, okay, there was a conversation, and this is how it happened. Mm-hmm. So now you're ready looking fishy. <laughs> <laughs> so she claims that she said, they were on the bus, she said to Cassie, you know, if it's me at the end, if I win this, um, I want you to be Bachelorette so you can find your love too. That's what she says, what the conversation was. Then Kaylin went on to say that she recently spoke on the phone with Katie, and Katie confirmed on the phone that that's how the conversation went down. Now, at that point, Katie was just livid. Literally like a teapot. That was livid. Burst. Like she right. was done. And you could tell she was pissed because Kaylin was lying on her ass right then yeah. and there. Yeah. And Katie said that's the manipulation that Hannah B was talking about Ooh. when it comes to Kaylin because that is a lie. Yeah. Kaylin's lying. Yeah. Kaylin's lying. Yeah. I 100% believe Katie. Yeah. I don't think she has any reason to make this shit up. Mm-hmm. She knows she's not going to be Bachelorette, so... And she was going home in that moment. What yeah. What is her motive for, for coming up with this story, fabricating this right. story? And Ashley, you said something really interesting on Twitter about how the Bachelorette conversation just comes up anyway, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, and I think that's why I wish Kaylin would have just owned up to yes. it yeah. from yes. the beginning. Because yeah. everyone talks about it. Of course. Everyone. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. we talked about it multiple times in the house. Mm-hmm. And it's because someone is going to end up being the bachelorette from the season. Right. Like, if it didn't come up, I think that would be weird. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So, I think, I just, I think in this situation, Kaylin shouldn't have lied. Nope. They shouldn't have been talking about it near their enemies. Right. <laughs> yeah. Like, and then two, I feel like it was just kind of overblown. Mm-hmm. Like there's yeah. no way that yeah. Katie and them didn't talk about being bachelorette too. Mm-hmm. Right, right. So 
this whole situation just frustrates me. Yeah. Yeah, I think it was a, a launching pad, I guess, for what Katie was alluding to, which is that uh, Kaylin and Cassie just want to go to clubs and slide into other people's DMs. Right. <laughs> right, that was like the important part of the, yeah. the conversation. Yeah, which I guess they can't, that's kind of breaking the fourth wall, if they say that on camera. Right, talking about... Like, other things outside of the franchise, I yeah. guess, like, the other benefits would be, like, too much. Mm-hmm. But that was really, I think, the the tipping point for Katie mm-hmm. and why she said something. Yeah. For yeah. Sure. And Katie and... Kay- uh, not Katie. Kaylin and Cassie, Cassie just handled the whole thing wrong. Just own up. Yeah. Yeah, yeah we did have conversations with Bachelor and... At Bachelor and what? Yeah. This is how it Right. Went, and that's it. But yeah. the fact that they denied up and down and around the corner <laughs> that this never <laughs> happens... Made them look well, you know, super suspect. Cassie said something that did kind of confirm that she did say that. Because remember when she was talking to Kaylin, she was like, oh, well, I wonder how my words got twisted around. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She did. Mm-hmm. And, and it was like, she knows exactly what she said. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But that they could have said that, even that. Yeah. Yes. Like, my words got twisted. We yeah. did talk about The Bachelorette. We all do. And what? And my words got twisted. Like, that's all they had to say. Yeah. But now I know. You... Why didn't they just do that? No idea. I don't know. No clue. Ugh. Anyways. Um... Also, I just want to point out, Katie's makeup was the best on the stage. Oh, my God. I was going to say that. Mm-hmm. Yep. Katie, yeah, she looked great. She looked so good. Yeah. Um, so the next person uh, we discussed was Demi. Good old Demi. The best. We, Justine and I are Demi fans. I don't Demi, know. Where do you stand, yeah. Ashley? <laughs> I love her. Okay. Good. <laughs> we love this some Demi. She know damn well she ain't looking for a husband. No. But she gave some good television and had a good time. I mean, she just she yeah. had the best time. Yeah. And she's show. still having a good time. She's having a great time. Mm-hmm. Um, so Demi, you know, we recapped the whole Cougar Club, you know, mm-hmm. Tracy, her clowning Tracy for being quote unquote old. Um, then Courtney and Demi, oh my the two God. of them, they just went at it mm-hmm. like just a cat and dog, I guess. Yeah. Um, Courtney, Courtney doesn't have a leg to stand on. No. Demi is. She doesn't have a toe to stand she on. She doesn't have a toe to stand on. <laughs> that piggy toe is out. <laughs> Demi is quick with it. Yep. She got quips for days. Uh-huh. Courtney she doesn't bring anything. No, she doesn't bring anything. She, has, she got a terrible edit. Mm-hmm. So she has, and she keeps talking about this immaturity that we all know about. We already know about <laughs> Demi's immaturity. Enough. <laughs> we just embrace it. We like, embrace it. There's no good qualities about Courtney that we're embracing and loving. Yeah. Demi said, quote, it's 2019 and you still haven't talked to Colton. Mm. Demi, oh, also, <laughs> Demi also said, you were more like bed bugs. I forgot you were there. Then suddenly you appeared. That was hysterical. <laughs> she came with it. Um, so they're going back and forth, just looking like two dummies arguing, screeching <laughs> on top of each other. And suddenly, Courtney got up out her seat and started charging towards Demi. Charging? Ch- or shuffling. <laughs> she was like, her spanks were like two sizes yeah, too small and she was like shifting. Her pants, she had like a uh, like a pencil skirt. Yeah, it was like a midi dress. It was midi like dress. way too tight. Hard to move in. So yeah. she was attempting to charge towards Demi. And then, like, shoved a pacifier in her mouth. Yeah, tried to shove a pacifier in her mouth. I, like, missed what that was, but... 
what she try, she really trying to get knocked out yeah yeah <laughs> she is She's really trying to fight that she was is. so unnecessary and she's just trying she's trying to redeem herself because she got a terrible edit yeah yeah terrible edit and um yeah so the thing is about these viral moments that people are attempting to create off of, like, disingenuous emotion. Like, Courtney, we all know you're not that mad to the point where you would, like, damn near physically assault this girl. Right. We know you haven't fought in your life. You look like it. Mm -hmm. So why are you trying to create this moment that it's not going to work? It's not going to work. Colton already jumped the fence. That's the moment of the season. That's it. (laughs) You you lost. Just sit down and lose. Like Trying to milk them 15 minutes. Oh, my God. I think, too, I wish she would have, like, there's no way that she thought she was going to, like, come out on top of this whole situation just because I feel like even on Twitter, Mm -hmm. people were so much more pro-Demi than pro-Courtney, like, when they Mm -hmm. actually got on the argument in the show. Right. So I almost wish she would, like, I thought it would be funnier if, she went on there and she was just like, I don't even care about Demi. Like, I'm sorry I, like, wasted that much time. And, like, what if mm-hmm. she, like, gave her the pacifier, like, in a present? And, yeah. like, she didn't waste all that time, like, right. feeding into more of a narrative of, like, being aggressive or, like, mm-hmm. always mm-hmm. arguing or mm-hmm. something like that and created a new one for herself. Because mm-hmm. when she didn't get lots of applause, during the introduction, right. that's when I would have changed my strategy. My whole strategy. <laughs> my whole strategy. I cannot come out here wrong and strong. These people no. are not going to clap for me. Nope. <laughs> right. Yeah. No, I don't know. I just, and like, listen, she has this food blog. Yeah. And she's always making food that looks delicious. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm rooting for her. Mm-hmm. I yeah. just think she's got to not listen to producers. Yeah. Yeah. And she no. talks a lot about Demi's immaturity, but this is a demonstration of her own yeah. lack of maturity. Right. So, Ugh. hope she learns from this. <laughs> I <laughs> hope so, too. Do not go to Paradise, Courtney. Do Don't not. Do oh, Lord. Do not go. That's not going to be good for her. Um, so, Demi, they put Demi in the hot seat. We got to watch all of Demi's moments, including Demi... <laughs> Unfortunately, telling Colton that she was falling in love with him, and no. he responded with, "I appreciate that." And that I'm gonna need standard. you to leave right now. <laughs> I appreciate that. I That's what you know you're that. going. And the SUV's out front, so uh, <laughs> don't let the door hit you. <laughs> um, so Chris Harrison talked about her being blindsided and going home, and um, she said that she just really wanted to show Colton like her serious side. My issue with this, love Demi, but you can't be the gimmick, the 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 house clown for mm-hmm. four weeks and then suddenly try to declare your love. Yep. It's not going to work. Yep. Never works. Agree. Yeah. Um, she so. was like Becca's Jordan. Becca's That's who she reminded me of. Jordan, the gold shorts. Gold underwear. Yeah. <laughs> she was much uh, more fun and much mm-hmm. nicer to watch. I'm so excited to have her on Paradise because yeah. I know she's going. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but she was kind of like that. Mm-hmm. Like the gimmick that kind of lasted a little too long little and too like long. was yeah. there for the, and then tried to be serious. Yep. When he tried to be serious. And then he went home. Yep. That same episode. Yeah. yeah. Doesn't work. She another one that needed to watch. Come on, guys. Do your research. Right? Oh, my God. <laughs> God. Um, who else? Next, we had Nicole in the hot seat. We recap all her crying moments. We learned that her mother's a psychiatrist. Hmm. I feel like that told me a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. 
For sure. Yeah. She grew up very, like, in touch with emotions. Yeah, she talks about her feelings a lot. Talks about her feelings a lot. It's okay to cry. Cry, get it out. So Mm -hmm. they got that out of her. Um, She did say that she's Latin, and so this is a part of her. And then Chris I'm Harrison so brought up the whole, where's your fiery side? Where's your feisty All that shit side? Really I'm annoys so the shit tired of, of that I narrative. Know. I know. Yeah. Typical Chris Harrison. Typical yeah. Chris Harrison. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then, yeah, just suddenly they awarded Nicole with a year supply of Halo Top. Just like very <laughs> so <laughs> random product placement. I don't know. They didn't even. Did well, they? I, see, I kind of took offense to that because it was like. She's emotional. She's an emotional eater. <laughs> yeah. Is that what they were getting at? Because they just transitioned into ice cream. And I was like, was she eating a lot of ice cream? I think they're playing off of the whole, you know, when a woman, a woman, like in a movie, she breaks up with her boyfriend, then she goes home and eats a pint eats of ice cream. Eats ice cream. cream. Like yeah, that whole tired, thing. stereotype. Very tired. <laughs> Very tired. Exhausted. Just like the fiery Latina. Like, to <laughs> move on. Let's find yeah. new things, guys. Jeez. I interesting that she was in the hot seat because mm-hmm. if you're in the hot seat that means that you're in consideration for the bachelorette uh-huh. oh really really yes i would watch nicole she's like another annalise yeah that's true yeah that's true yeah and she would follow i love with her on instagram I need to follow her more. I know. Yeah, she has, like, cute content, but I never read her actual captions, but she has, like, nice pictures up and stuff. Mm. Yeah, she has great food content. Oh, okay. She's in Miami. They got good food down there. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, let's well let's see if her name is in the running or that would be such an exciting turn of events. (laughs) Right. I would definitely watch that over over who's next in the hot seat, which is (laughs) Hannah B. Oh god. Jesus. So we get her recap. We see her whack ass one on one date, (laughs) which will go down as one of the worst one on ones I've ever seen. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, we get all her little moments with Colton, including telling him that she was falling in love with him and then getting rejected with Colton's, you know, classic, I appreciate hearing that Mm. and I need you to leave right now. (laughs) (laughs) So (laughs) in the hot seat, Hannah is talking about, you know, being blindsided and talks about, you know, her pressure to be perfect, you know, growing up as a pageant girl and then... Her whole little soliloquy of like, you know, deserving love and someone, you know, should choose me no matter what and, you know, all that good bachelor bid. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> bachelor yep. bid script. And the, and the people who she was around, right, who like fell in love with her boyfriend from college and then started spitting out babies, isn't that what she was talking oh, about, yeah. right? Like, mm-hmm. She's like, I deserve so much more, which I thought was a little offensive. To those girls who choose to be housewives. Right. Okay. That's a fine choice as well. Right. She's from Alabama. That's literally her whole friend group. (laughs) Girl, don't be kind of friends. I've been the whole time. Yeah. (laughs) Lord. Yeah, she did her little bachelor bid and bachelorette bid and Chris Harrison gave her a glass of champagne and allowed her to redo her toast after that abysmal performance on her one-on-one date. Um, and yeah, that was pretty much it. What are your thoughts on Hannah B, Ashley? I'm so curious. Well, she definitely got the bachelorette glow up, mm-hmm. and that's always the person who looks the most different than they did mm-hmm. on the season. Mm-hmm. And she they did. straightened her hair, her mm-hmm. makeup looked good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, she did look good. Like her bone structure looked different. <laughs> <Damn>. Yeah. <laughs> 
I learned, I think from reading her Instagram, is that while she was on this season, she was going through a round of Accutane, which I have to say, like, Mm, I really respect her for even going on TV while you're doing that, because that is the worst thing your skin can go through. Yes. Damn, she didn't time that right at all. Oh, now I feel bad for clowning her. Yeah, you definitely talked about her. You definitely talked about her acne, Justine. Because I have like a, a fucking 8K TV, so I could see these girls. I feel like I'm in the room with them. And they would zoom into her pores, and I would see all, everything. Everything. Oh. Thailand, and I think Vietnam. that's why I learned about it, because she was mm. like, um, I think someone asked her why she didn't wear makeup yeah. sometimes. Yeah. And she said it was because her skin, like she was in so much pain sometimes. She just had to let her skin breathe. Oh, my God. God, Hannah. Accutane is no joke. Mm -hmm. No joke. Because it, like, purges your skin first. Like, it makes it worse before it gets better. Yeah. Yeah. It's, like, literally cracking all the time. Oh, my (laughs) God. Yikes. Yeah. yeah. So she definitely got the glow up. She looked amazing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> she she really did. Mm-hmm. Hair was different. You said her bone structure. Her bone different. structure. Her face. Because <laughs> you know how I said she looked old at first, but I guess because her skin was like dried out. <laughs> it was like, Jeez. damn, Accutane. Oh, Lord. Oh, man. Yeah. Well, bless Hannah B. She still gets on my last nerve. The last one. <laughs> I. <laughs> I just, I, I can't. She, to yeah, me, is no. just so mediocre. I can't recall a single ounce of depth that I received from her on mm-hmm. the season. She she added some comedic relief. She had a little goofy jokes. She has that cute little accent. Mm-hmm. Cute to some. Mm-hmm. And people love it. They find it endearing and all that. But I, she does nothing for me. <laughs> she does nothing yeah. for me. I don't, I can't. And she's young. I don't want to watch this as yeah. Bachelorette. I can't. Yeah. Mm-mm. That's my main thing is she's young. Yes, very young, mm-hmm. young. This is not like Becca M, twenty two year old right. young. This is like a literal twenty three year old just graduated from college. Yes, that kind of young. Yeah, yeah. Oh boy. Um, next in the hot seat was Kaylin. So with Kaylin, we re- recap her time, including her as also getting blindsided at the end. Um, and on the couch, she was just bawling, like... Yeah, she was really emotional. Yeah, still, like, feels so deeply for Colton. I I guess so. (laughs) I guess. Um, so we talk about her, um, her leaving, or her getting kicked to the curb, basically. Um, but we talked a bit about, they didn't go too much in depth about her decision to share her story of her sexual assault that she went through in college. And with Kaylin... Definitely by the end, she seemed hella dubious to me. Uh-huh. Her intentions, motives, all that jazz. Yeah. But I will still always stand by her for that moment that she helped, mm-hmm. not helped, that she created on yeah. The Bachelor of like, let's have this conversation right on national television mm-hmm. so women around the world and country who are watching this can, can hear about this. And men. And men as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so I appreciate, appreciate that, um, creating that space in this show that oftentimes is very vapid yeah (laughs) on purpose yeah one Um, thing i'll say that's kind of weird about her being so emotional about colton still though is mm -hmm. that her and cassie are like literally best friends yeah Mm -hmm. right yeah that's a little weird but yeah no i think i'll forever be mad that i feel like listen i'm sure she has done these really like dubious things during the show but i feel like she's gotten especially bad edit Mm. Mm. yeah yeah 
and at the expense of Hannah B becoming Bachelorette, mm-hmm. and that bothers me. Yeah. Yes, agreed. Mm-hmm. Agreed. <laughs> she, yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, but watching this twenty-three-year-old girl talking about like losing her soulmate was just so ridiculous and just <laughs> so ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> further confirmed why I can't watch Hannah B either because yeah. she was like, "I've been waiting for my partner for so long." I'm like, "How long? How long? Like, how long could you? Ten months, five maybe? Years? Right? We've <laughs> only been of dating age for the past like five, six years. What you mean? Yeah, I, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. But I do uh, agree that she did get like a uh, shit edit. I would rather watch, I mean, as questionable as she turned out to be in the end, like, I would rather watch her as Bachelorette. 100%. Be. Yeah, I would definitely watch Caitlyn as Bachelorette. Because mm-hmm. she messy. And she brought something yeah. to the show, Yeah, too. yeah, and she brought a, a good platform a to good the show. A good platform to the show and made it something a little bit more than just, we're watching The Bachelor and let's not talk about anything of substance. <laughs> yeah. So. I would rather Kaylin than someone who tries to be a perfectionist all the time. Yeah. Right. And who admits it, who literally sat on stage and said, I am trained to be perfect. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. This perma style is just training, <laughs> like, Yeah. Um, so yeah, I don't know. We'll will she be on Paradise? I don't know. This might be the last oh, we see, Kaylin. Maybe I don't know. I don't know. I'm trying to think of the villains of the past, like uh, Corinne. Yeah. Because I guess she was like the villain. Kaylin, I don't really call her a villain. I don't know. Everyone was a villain this season. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Everybody this season was really shitty and had something, some scandal, some drama that came out yep. about them that. I don't know. But yeah, she... I feel like she was someone that we were hoping would... Um, not even just weep, but just like Bachelor Nation was hoping, given the platform and the whole her whole message with her sexual assault story that she sold... That she sold. That she told. <laughs> sold! Sorry. It's late. I said told. <laughs> that she told. Um, that we were going to see more from her. Maybe even be a more realistic choice for The Bachelorette. But mm-hmm. I think that got... That definitely got ended with the drama on the stage tonight with Katie. Yep. For sure. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, that died <laughs> right then and there. Um, so finally, we're now, it's literally like 9.45, oh and Colton finally comes out. <laughs> out of the shower. Out of the shower, yeah. <laughs> He looks super tan. Something was going on with his hair. Something weird. Ashley, did you notice? Was it darker? Was it longer? His hair? Yeah. I think that he's kind of realized when he wears his hair up, his hairline looks a little mm. bit like it's receding. Yeah. Even though it's not, I think he just has like a weird hairline. Yeah. Yeah. So I think he's realized that if he wears it down and out instead mm. of up, mm. it just makes his face look different. That's what it was. Mm-hmm. It was combed downward. Uh-huh. He usually yeah. has it kind of like flaked up a little bit. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. okay. And men are sensitive about that hairline. Yeah, hairline they would rather their hair look shitty. <laughs> All right. <laughs> to show that receding hairline. Yep. Lord. So Colton comes out. Um, Demi, she has a little something to say to him. She says, you know, looking back, I can tell you wanted to, you wanted to lead someone and I was leading you. Who was Colton leading or even trying to lead? Yeah, I don't know what she was talking about. (laughs) I was very perplexed. Colton wants to lead someone? I think Colton's looking for a woman to lead him. To lead him. For sure. Yeah. I mean, Demi was just, like, so aggressive. Yeah. And, like, a bit much. So I don't think he needs that level. But I think he definitely is looking for someone who 
he can kind of like ride in their coattails <laughs> a bit. I loved her fantasy sweet comment though. Oh yeah, boy, that was funny. I mean, plain. She literally called herself promiscuous. Like she claimed yeah. that word oh, for yeah. herself. Yep. Well, <laughs> Demi. Um, Demi had me cracking up though when she stood up and said to Colton, "I want to introduce you to someone. Have you met Courtney?" Oh my god. <laughs> That had me out. That was just, she just kept going. She See? just had to, Courtney's so easy. Yep. And that's how you create a moment. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. how you create a moment. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And the audience is on her side. So she yeah, was that. Right. <laughs> cheers and stuff. Um, Kaylin gets to talk to Colton. Kaylin, she's still bawling. She's still a Still crying. Still crying. <laughs> um, Colton said he just, he feels bad because he didn't really give her any closure. Yeah. Which is true. He didn't. He didn't say anything. Say anything to her really when she was leaving. Um, I think one thing that him and Cassie have in common is they both don't really know how to break up with people properly. Huh? Yes. <laughs> true. Yeah. yeah. Not at all. Yeah. He truly left Kaylin hanging. <laughs> yeah, like, he, he really did. Right after he asked her dad for for her hand, hand in, in marriage. And he gave the approval, and you gave the rose to somebody whose father did not give two shits about you. <laughs> And who also, at the point at that time, Cassie still hadn't told him how she felt. No. And she sent home, um, he sent home Cassie's best friend, basically. Mm-hmm. So, um, so, yeah, she, I mean, he still didn't really give her much closure, so I don't know. Yeah, I didn't really hear anything. He was talking, but I didn't hear anything, mm-hmm. so. Um, and then we got Sydney, who asked him the question everybody's dying to know right now, mm-hmm. is if you're still a virgin. And we obviously, of course, did not get an answer. No. They kind of, like, danced around the question, and they talked about, like, sexual innuendos, but <clears throat> we didn't learn um, if he's a virgin. What do y'all think? Um, I think so. I think so, too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. For sure. Yeah. Damn, damn. Damn, he's damn actually. Until he gets married. Yeah, I oh, think. Oh, wow. Maybe. Yeah, I mean, he waited this long. Why not? Shit. Right, yeah. at this point. Yeah. Might as well. When it's not, I feel like, too, with Cassie, like, if her parents are already that freaked out about her getting married that soon, mm-hmm. I feel like it's also going to take her a while to have sex with Colton. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think so. It's so public. <laughs> I know. Right. Mm-hmm. It's so public now. It's like, ugh. It's bizarre. It's the worst. That's so crazy. much pressure on their first time. It's going to be awful. It's going to be terrible. <laughs> Horrible. It's going to be terrible. All that shit he said about it being the best thing she's ever felt. Like, oh, no, he needs to get over that real yeah, quick. He's, he's got to stop. Terrible for both of them. Yeah. Oh, oh. I have theories. I can't say I'm on the mic. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, so then Chris Harrison asks Colton about this infamous uh, jumping the fence. And Colton said, he said, when I hopped over, there was nobody on the other side, and it was one of the best feelings. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. It's like he finally got some alone time away from everybody. Mm -hmm. Now, Ashley, when you were in the house, I mean, I can only imagine how it just must feel so suffocating. For sure. And you really can't get out for any reason. Oh, my God. Like, even at the house... There was, like, a, a spot down this, like, kind of, like, concrete hill mm-hmm. that people would run up and down for exercise. Mm-hmm. And they would make you 
go with another person. Like, you could never go just by mm-hmm. yourself. Mm-hmm. So the only time you had alone time was literally when you went to the bathroom. Yes. And you were still Mike's. Oh. To the bathroom. oh my god <laughs> yeah you just have to be like hey I'm about to use the bathroom <laughs> they like turn it off or whatever yeah wow. hopefully so Colton really felt like free <laughs> yeah he hopped that fence and felt pure freedom <laughs> he was running to freedom like, <laughs> dang oh, no. yeah I thought that was very telling when he said that and just, it makes you realize how tough this show, like, he's literally living in a vacuum, yeah. living under a microscope, has people all around him at all times, and mm-hmm. none of who are, are his family or friends or anybody with his good interests. Exactly, in that's what he realized, and yeah. so he had to just leave. Jesus. <laughs> um, he did make a good point also saying that, like, just because you're The Bachelor doesn't mean that people, like, your contestants will automatically like you back. Which, I mean, he proved with four girls sending themselves God, home. Oh, my lord. Yeah. Um, but that is true. That's something that we have to remember is like, just cause he's a bachelor doesn't mean that. I think that's, a, that's, that's thing that makes the show weird is like girls going to the show. It could be Colton. It could have been Nick Vial, and they're just so ready to fall in love. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then there's girls like Elise who went in the show and they're like, I don't click with you. I'm going home. Yeah. Mm. And so you can see the difference in the types of girls on the show. Like mm-hmm. the, the ones who just go there to fall in love with anybody. And then the yeah. ones who are going there to really assess if this guy is for them or not. Right. And right. who really takes it seriously. So I'm glad they they brought that up. Yeah, address that. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, we saw some bloopers. Um, we did get a sneak peek of next week's two-part finale. Um, we see again Colton jump in the fence. And then we see when they finally catch up with him and him just repeating that he's done. Like he's literally quitting mm-hmm. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. in this instance. Um, we get footage of Colton meeting up with his dad. We got f- uh, footage of Colton chatting with Chris Harrison and them trying to like decide what he's going to do yeah. because Cassie Strangers. has left yeah. and he literally told the world that she was the one. Mm-hmm. Tasia's sitting in the... Oh my God, making scrapbooks? Making scrapbooks oh and shit. Oh my God. <laughs> and her villa. And Hannah G's still getting ready for this one. <laughs> Bad for Hannah G. Horribly for Hannah G. So bad for Hannah G. Oh my god. Um, And we see Hannah G in her confessional talking about how she's ready to tell him that she loves him. I love him. Has no idea what's going down. And then we see Colton knocking on someone's door, which I'm presuming is. Hopefully it's Hannah. Hannah G. Get her ass home. (laughs) I know. That's so (laughs) sad. That's so sad though because she thinks he's knocking to take her on the date and he's knocking to send her ass home. Yeah. That is the worst. Um, and that was the episode, guys. Do you have any predictions, Ashley? Now, I don't know if you know the ending already. We don't know. So I won't. Well, I mean, even Reality Steve doesn't have that many spoilers for the ending. Okay. Mm. Okay, good. So, so it's you... hard to even be spoiled for this just because there's a lot of blanks he hasn't filled in. Mm, wow. So people really yeah. don't know what the hell is about to go down. Interesting. But hmm. I just feel like, you know, I mean, Colton already said he really isn't, he doesn't see the other two girls being at the end with him. Yeah. So but they're... Cassie was kind of his. Mm-hmm. One and only. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't even know how he can continue with this. I think that yeah. he'll just break it off with 
Tasha and Hannah G. Jeez. Yeah. What do you think is going to happen, Justine? Um, I'm trying to figure out, because I do agree with you, Ashley, that he's just going to break up with them, and I do think he's going to be on that mountaintop by his damn self. Maybe he'll give himself a nice watch in that little box. Um, but I don't know how they're going to space that amongst two episodes. Like, there's two episodes worth of content to watch. So something goes down. Like, something happens. I just don't know what that thing is. Yeah. Um, Yeah, but I don't think he leaves with an an engagement. Yeah, no. I'm predicting that Cassie comes back. Mm -hmm. I don't know what she's going to say or what's going to happen. I don't think it's going to end in him proposing to her. No. But I'm going to predict that she has not left Portugal Mm. just yet. And it's going to have, like, a change of heart or yeah. something. She As she left, she kept saying, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. Yeah, she, she did. She still has she no did. idea what the hell she's doing. So I wouldn't be surprised if she doesn't make an appearance again. Yeah. So. And she doesn't have to say much. He just goes with whatever. With oh, her. yeah. She can come <laughs> back and say, you know, I still don't know. but uh, And he's like, all right, let's go. <laughs> like, <laughs> he'll, he'll take anything. He, at this point, just wants to breathe her air again. Like, <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. So we'll have to wait and see. Yep. Um, and yeah, it will be a two-parter next next week finale. Yeah. And that's the episode, guys. Ashley, thanks for joining us. Thank you so much. Of course. Happy to come on anytime. Thank you. Great to talk to you. Um, we'll be back, guys, next week for the two-part finale. We will be posting one mega recap episode, which will go up on Friday. Friday. So mark your calendars. Um, don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. Mm-hmm. Definitely subscribe so you can get that notification when the when the, yes. when the episode is ready and posted. Yes. Um, and hit us up on Twitter, the number two BLK girls, the number one Rose. We'll be live tweeting that finale next week. Mm-hmm. And email us at the number two black girls, the number one Rose at gmail.com. Uh, Facebook and IG are the number two black girls, the number one Rose. Yep. Tag senior story. And we'll be back next week, y'all. Yep. All right. Bye, everybody. Bye. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80 percent less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. 
Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.